QHog. It's brought to you by Bluehost Hosting. Unlimited space, unlimited hosting, unlimited bandwidth. Check it out at nlcast.com slash hosting. Hey, welcome to QHog, bringing you the best talk about TV on Netflix streaming, the best talk possible. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison, and uh, glad you're here with us. I also bring with me uh, John Steinklaber. How you doing, John? Welcome to the show. Oh, hey. Um, thank you. Um, am I here? Yeah, absolutely. Sweet. You're in like Flynn, buddy. And then uh, thank you. I'd also like to introduce uh, and welcome back to the show again. Uh, for his ensemble performance, Eric J. Fisher, welcome back. Thank you. Your ensemble. Yeah, I don't know what I'm that one means. Per- I'm one person. You're a, you're a satchel. You're a purse. Ensemble. That sounds Dang. like you're on something. No. Thank you. Question mark. Sounds like something you wear. I have an ensemble. Oh, all right. Sorry. I accept. And then uh, Christopher Titchnell, um, aka Doctor Quest, cannot be with us tonight. Because he had to pick up a friend at the what? airport, and he only has one friend. And when that friend calls, you have to go. That's right. So, you besides, obey. when other two or three are gathered, that's true. Well, it, when your friend, cares. when your friend's name is Mother Nature, and nature <laughs> calls, <laughs> you've got to go. You better go. All right, so today we're going to be talking about uh, episodes one and two of Better Off Ted, suggested by Chris and Patrick. Ted, a single dad working at a soulless conglomerate, tries to balance his own code of ethics with the odd and immoral assignments he must carry out. And I'm looking forward to talking about that. But first, let's find out what you have been watching. (gasps) Yeah, look at that. I like that. Yeah. I know, that's, right? That sounds all old school and it stuff. It does. It's the only one we have, so you'll hear it again. Uh, Eric, <laughs> let's start with you this week. What have you been watching? What's on your recently watched list in Netflix? Well, I'll tell you what. I started watching uh, a documentary done by William Shatner called The Captains. Oh, I saw oh, that. Wow. I saw yeah, that. But yeah, it, it's pretty interesting. It's about... Uh, William Shatner and all the other Star Trek captains being captains. And it's done in a documentary style where he goes and talks with them about it. And really? It's good. They get it's, in it's interesting. Is it, is it young Shatner or old fat Shatner? Well, I mean, it's modern day old fat Shatner. Okay. I didn't know. <laughs> I'm, I still Shatner. don't know which, which stamp I'm going to vote for after he dies. But uh, <laughs> sounds do good like to Kirk me. Or do I like Picard? So we watched that. Um, my daughter and I watched Tron Legacy. Mm-hmm. Finally, we finished that. She was like, can we watch more? And I'm like, okay. So, I mean, we pretty much skipped to just the the action parts ah. and then the, mm-hmm. the very end from uh, like the point where they're trying to make the run for it on because the rest of it was just kind of a lot of talking. Yeah, it is. So, Well, especially about the, the cruzoids or whatever the heck the life is that, that gets created and – the people right. that get blown up. Yeah, that's um, weird. My my daughter uh, totally didn't get any of that. She just didn't know who they were. She didn't realize they had died because they did a pretty good job of sh- you know not dramatizing or graphicalizing the death yeah. of an entire 
genre of people or whatever they were. See, I don't even get it. But Genocide. There you go. Oh. Is that that band that was in the 80s with Phil Collins? Mm. No, that's Genesis, their sister. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. I was just kidding. That was, that was a little joke. <laughs> it wasn't funny, though. <laughs> I'll work on that next time. Uh, John, what you been watching, buddy? Well, I'm glad you asked. Um, you know, since uh, I found out from Q-Hogs that Curious George, the complete episodes uh, were playing, I, I made the misfortunate uh, announcement to my son, mm. who uh, <laughs> forced me to watch... Oh, pretty much all of them. Um, however, when he was not in the room, I did manage to watch a, a little Mythbusters. Yay! Some Futurama. Ah. Um, even got a movie in, which was really lame. It was the Santa Trap. Oh, man. Did it have Haley Mills and Haley Mills? No. <laughs> no, it didn't. I, I also started uh, – um, that would have been awesome, though um, – <laughs> I also started a documentary that I was really wanting to be good because it has Dan Aykroyd in it. Ah. And the name of the documentary is Dan Aykroyd Unplugged on UFOs. This is the alien one, I was going to say. Yep, yep. And I thought, oh, this is going to be good. Um, you know what it wound up looking like? It looked like some kid's high school project. He got lucky and got a big name in it. And um, it was. He blackmailed just- Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, and you know, like he's sweating the the time, and he's smoking while he's talking about UFOs, and they're throwing all these stupid pictures of UFOs in there, and stupid effects. And the guy, when he's interviewing him, you can tell it was a, a two piece interview. Um, the guy's looking directly in the camera when he's asking the questions. Like, oh come on, oh boy! I had to stop it after like twenty minutes. I was like, this is just, you know, I I'm, I'm always fascinated by UFOs and stuff, and I like to hear what other people have to say, but it just was too. It was crap. So uh, I had my Ackroyd swell up one time. And, uh, <laughs> you had your Ackroyd swell up? Yeah. Had to have them cut out of my throat. So, Oh, oh, that's different than Ackroyd's. Oh, know? oh, Ackroyd. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, so nobody asked me, but I figure I'd put something out there, too. <laughs> what, what have you been watching? Oh, thanks, John. Um, you're my favorite co-host now. Uh, yes, in your face, Eric Fisher. I was wa- – oh, first of all, let me let me say since uh, we're watching Better Off Ted in, in honor of that, every time um, the word dead is used, I'm going to replace it with Ted. So oh. I watched uh, – pretty much all I had time for this week was um, a couple episodes of Walking Ted. So Nice. The Walking Ted. Walking Ted? Yeah. I submitted my, my, my headshot to the extras for The Walking Ted. No way. You did? Yeah, I did. Oh, today, yeah. you're my hero. Every day. I don't know if I'll get on. They're probably not even filming right now. But Now, you have to have a pretty severe uh, abnormality. I, I remember when they were advertising for people with no legs and, you know. <laughs> seriously, they, 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 they want people with half their face missing and, and all that because practical effects, you know, really work. They, mm. they have a ton of that. You know, I haven't too seen costly. Haven't seen yeah. any digital zombies. Well, that and it looks fake. I mean, we're you know we're an educated audience now, and a lot of time has passed since Jurassic Park and Terminator <laughs> Two, and uh, so. But yeah, I'd love to see a farting zombie on Walking Dead, <laughs> especially if he uses his hands. 
<laughs> Dude, that's a funny picture. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, that's about it. Um, I can't tell you what else I was watching for the rest of that time because we're going to talk about Better Off Ted in just a little while. So why don't we do that now? Walking Ted. <laughs> No. Um, what's coming up? We're going to talk about some news and, and things like that. Um, what shows are coming to streaming, Eric? Do you have any updates for us? Or what has come to streaming, I should say? What has come to streaming? Yes. Anything new um, and noteworthy? Yes. Good. Moving right along. There's <laughs> <laughs> some really good stuff coming. Trust uh, me. Hold on, I'm turn- I'm turning to it. Well, I'll tell you one right off the top of the head is um, it's a movie, but it was uh, Nomeo and Juliet. Started yep. watching it with my kids, and I was I was pleasantly surprised at how much genius was in that movie. Oh, that- I should have added that to the stuff I watched this week because we totally watched that. I mean, yep. the the uh, the textures on on the gnomes, the concrete, you know, and the bad paint jobs. You had to give them a tip of the hat for having imperfect computer animated characters, you know, with, with gouges in them and chips missing and textures and stuff like, I just love that. The whole thing's set in Britain, you know, so down mm. to the plugs and, and the, the, the gardens and, and all that stuff. Uh, Eric, I hate to say anything, but your mic is picking up everything in the room. Do you have it on a <laughs> Omni mic or do you wear a headset or what? That's hilarious. I've got to hold on. So just keyboard yeah. typing like mad. Mentioning that, or, but uh, or Eric Fisher, we're just totally picking. That's on because that it was set to the wrong setting. Oh, it's okay. It happens. Um, I'm an idiot. So so embarrassing. It's the equivalent of having your fly open, you know, in yeah. kindergarten. <laughs> it happens. I mean, I My thought totally that fly happened. was open. <laughs> but uh, no, Romeo and Juliet's a really good movie, and I haven't seen it all the way through. But there's just lots of great humor stuck in, and it's. Uh, I was surprised to find it was by Disney, but I recognize a lot of the good, of a lot of the voices. Um, stinking Ozzy Osbourne is is voicing one of the characters, and uh, no way. And and the main bad dude Tybalt, I think, is is voiced by the guy that did transpo- the transporter, and you know he's like this big British action star guy, Jason Latham. Yeah, yeah, really. Oh, yep. Yeah, so Jason Statham. Statham, thank you. So, but uh, yeah, lots of good stuff. Uh, Eric, whenever you're ready, I'm I'm just kind of stalling. Yeah, here we got. Uh, unfortunately, they don't have a m- bunch of listings of what the TV shows are, but uh, I've got a bunch of the movies like okay. A Knight's Tale, Deadliest Catch, um, Nomeo and Juliet, Hulk, No Ordinary Family, Panic Room, hmm. Scary Movie. Forgiven. Scary movie. Panic Room was a great film. Yeah. I enjoyed that. I saw that in a the theater when I was in college, I think. I thought I saw it from a, from the safety of a barricaded area of my home. So <laughs> no, no. <laughs> not gonna say where. The irony there, I know. Guy with cornrows trying to break into your home? No. And if he was, I wouldn't judge him. If he was, I would assume he lost something in my home. Um, so money. Uh, who who uh, who wants to talk about the the just for kids tab? I don't know who put that in there. It's good stuff. Or did 
I didn't put it in there. It wasn't me. Okay, then I'll talk about it. Just for kids tab is uh <laughs> it's not it's not necessarily well, new. I've seen it uh last couple weeks, but uh there is a uh, by clicking on the Just for Kids tab on the Netflix website, kids can find a world of movies and TV shows suitable for children 12 and under with kid-friendly genres and sorting by characters such as Dora the Explorer, Phineas and Ferb, iCarly, Caillou, and Thomas the Tank Engine. This new feature is just one more way. We are improving our UI and customer experience to better connect subscribers with movies and TV shows they'll love. Just for Kids is available on PC and Mac to Netflix members with similarly similar functionality to come to the Wii, iPad, and many other devices in coming months. Okay, this is great, but it is not what we asked for. My problem with this is it is not there's no firewall. You know what I'm saying? There's there's no wall between general content no and this. Queue. Yeah. There's no segregation. And I want that. My my kids right now are good. They they don't want to see crap. But eventually they're going to grow and change and become <laughs> evil and they're going to look for crap to see and there is plenty of it and I'm not just talking about bad films. I'm talking about bad films if you know what I mean. I don't want I will not see uh I have no desire to see Human Centipede. Um oh. but my son when he's 13 may, you know, he may just be or he may this. now not knowing what it is. Yeah. So sounds like a superhero to me. Oh, absolutely! It sounds like several superheroes <laughs> stuck together. But... <laughs> Let's fly this way. <laughs> oh, jeez! <laughs> guy in the front. What do they say? If if you're not the lead dog, the view don't change. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it, you evil man! In the uh, end, it's all the same. Ah. <laughs> so what'd you do? You you set up something different for you, didn't you? Yeah, I have two accounts now, and uh, I set the parental, um, you know, limit on the website. I set it to to uh, now it's at PG fourteen or TV fourteen and under, and that's so my wife can watch medium on there. But I I went through and set all of the favorite shows. That you can do, you know, all your favorite genres to family and this, that, and the other. And so I'm finding that that uh, that's what shows up. My kids don't know how to search. They don't know how to go out and find stuff. If it's not on the main viewing screen, they're not even going to think about it. So for now, that's that's gonna it's gonna be fine. Hmm. Yeah. They we need some we need some uh, changes made. Yeah. Man. Yeah. We need some control. Yeah. My son has uh, done some, just like started some stuff. Mm-hmm. That I don't think he really intended to, but yeah, was... yeah. My son was watching Family Guy. Oh, one time <laughs> I was napping on the couch. <laughs> oh no, no! And he's just picking cartoons. You know, he's three years old. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I hear one of the cartoon characters call somebody a b-tard, and um, <laughs> and I was no, like, he's... "What?" So, yeah, that's not even a real word. It's that bad. Yeah. <laughs> that dog is just not very nice. No, nah, not at all. Not at all. Uh, let's see. Do, do, do. Okay, well, what we watched this week. Let's do it. Uh, I feel like I should be on the front of the Titanic whenever I hear that. I know it. Hugged by someone or being or hugging someone else. That's the question. And the king Ooh. of the queue. That's right. I'm the king of the queue. <laughs> You know, the biggest problem I have with Titanic uh, after all these years is 
how she told him she would never let go. She would never let go. She's floating on the on the you know on the door or whatever this piece of wood. And the next morning, she finds out he's dead. She lets him go. So yep, just bothered <laughs> me. It's like, oh, you don't like me now? I'm dead. You know, it's good mm-hmm. before. Uh, so we watched Better Off Ted, um, episode one and two. Let me get my personal notes up here. I, I in in lieu of having our third host here, um, he he submitted quite an extensive set of notes. So I'll be interjecting uh, Christopher's thoughts here and there. But um, let's go through and uh, talk about your initial thoughts, funny moments, and things like that. What are you? What are you? Let's start with Eric. I'm favoriting Eric today. Oh, in my face. Aww. Five stars for me. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> High five. Well, I, I have to admit then, now that uh, we're in the moment, I have seen the entire two seasons of this show, mm. which should give you an indication that I really, really like this show. <laughs> I don't, by far, I don't think it's perfect, but when I first started watching it, I thought, okay, really? Is this all it is? But mm. then once it gets going, like I just, I get to like, uh, Ted, the main character, and his talking to the screen. I'm a sucker for that stuff. Yeah. Mm. As well as just it felt like it was almost almost like a live action Dilbert with yeah. some <laughs> of the weirdness that went on in the office and the funniness and just the 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 uh the quirkiness of the the two um research scientists, the R and D guys, and just mm-hmm. some of the zaniness that happened. I mean it's just so yeah, I really like this. Um, but again, I don't think it's perfect. I can see why it probably didn't appeal to a lot of people. It didn't. It got canceled. But uh, I think the name yeah. of it. I think the name killed it. it honestly, yeah, it's a it, it worst sounds name like ever. It's something else. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like it would be like people were trying to kill him, supernatural or something. Or even yeah, or even know. like yeah. there was a hit out on him, and he's trying and he's trying to hold down a real job. I, I I remember hearing about it, and I had no interest in seeing it because Better Off Ted reminded me of Better Off Dead, and mm-hmm. and I'm thinking he hates his life, and I don't need to watch a show about a guy that hates his life. Right. But but he's actually um, a pretty moral guy, very moral actually. I I kind of blame his daughter. That's why how I described it to my wife. Mm-hmm. I'm like. I get the impression the the man doesn't have any ethics of his own, but he accidentally taught his daughter right from wrong, and he has to go home and face her. You know that's kind of the way I see it. It, it, it but obviously, um, I have to admit something too. I I watched more than I should have too, and I couldn't <laughs> and I couldn't stop. Watched him over and over in 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 droves. So uh, forgive me if I mention things that are further in. But as I watched mm. later on, I realized no, he does he does have a set of a, a code of ethics and he sticks to them. And you know he's just in this weird situation. But uh, it's right up there with um, with Community for me. Mm. And uh, it's not quite Community, but I would say Community, The Office, better off Ted. And I am sad that it left the the network. I can't believe. Um, that it that it didn't run longer because it's great, it's genius, it's humorous. The characters are l- awesome, especially like you said, the uh, the research scientists. They they are like it's like watching those two is very similar to the IT crowd for me. Hmm. Just the way they play yeah. off each other. Yep. I I have a deferring opinion. Oh boy. Um, uh, You're I'm, wrong. And, 
<laughs> and you're not going to be popular. Different. Doesn't mean I'm wrong. <laughs> um, I, I, well, first of all, I love the way it starts off. I love that those those commercials, those fake commercials. Oh. I thought those were hilarious. Yes, yes. Oh yeah, those are amazing. Uh, what is it, Sonova? Uh, uh, I don't remember the name of the company. The, that, the fake company. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, something. Um, Verizon. Hilarious, and I think those made me laugh more than the rest of the show did. And I and I think it's starting off the way it did with those little things that it, it kind of put me in a mindset like everything is going to be funny and quirky like that. And and there are funny and quirky moments, but I felt I I didn't really. I don't, and, and again, I only did watch the first two episodes. I didn't really feel like I connected with the characters. I mean, I, I kind of identified a little bit with Ted because I understand his situation and I work with people like that. You know, not quite as much of a caricature as those people are, but, you know, similar people. Um, but uh, really, the, the, the person that I liked the most was the daughter. And she was only like in maybe five minutes. Yeah. Um, She's a sweetheart. Yeah, she was great, and um, I I don't know. I just felt like some of the some of the gags they were trying to pull just just didn't quite do it for me. I think the the actors were great. Um, I love the uh, the the new love interest, the um, the girl who steals the coffee creamer. Mm-hmm. I think she's fun, but at the same time, I think she's a little too forward. <laughs> it's like whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I feel you there too because it doesn't. It, it's not like she slows down in later episodes either. Oh, yeah. Right. See, I knew a girl like that. And yeah, I just, and I think yeah. I knew exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> You broke up with her, didn't you? No. <laughs> that girl never got a chance with anybody. No, she, but she, she asked us both out probably quite a In the same night, she... I think. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, she, she, I hated that part because the love interest, they skip all the cute stuff, all of the stuff that we got to love about, um, you know, the guys in the office, you know, where, mm, where there was this right. flirting and all, and they went straight to not having sex. And and it's like okay, so you can't even take her out for coffee now. You just mm-hmm. can't be with her because you can't do her. And that was kind of a yeah. a dumb thing. But maybe that's just you know maybe it's just me. Um, I don't want to be known as the guy who shops around. Yeah, <laughs> whatever it is, you know, whatever it is at, at the moment. <laughs> uh, uh, so let me ask you a question: How how do you weaponize pumpkins? <laughs> exactly. Mold. Aren't they already pretty good weapons? I mean, if you chuck a pumpkin, it depends on what part of the country you're in. Yeah, pumpkin chunking is a is a national pastime. Pumpkin chunking, yeah, creating air cannons and trebuchets and stuff like that to throw a pumpkin. There are Very competitions true. in the states for that. So, pumpkin chunking is big this time of year too. I love how the uh, I, my favorite character is becoming the boss lady. She didn't play a large role in the first episode, but she's like this robot boss, you know, that is yes. she was born and bred and 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 genetically engineered to be the boss. And Veronica Palmer. She has no business in and out, you know, she has no personal skills, nothing. Uh so she says things like I'm here to talk about you, not to you. And I love yeah, that. She's just her her yeah. bluntness, her her honesty is what makes her character just so hilarious. Oh, Some of the stuff she just says, yes. just like did she really her, just say that? Her hair's pulled back, you know, so tight. It looks like yeah. her skin is pulled back tight, even though that's just the way she looks. <laughs> she could be a Borg. 
cyborg. Yeah, woman. she could. She could. I I loved her on um, uh, Arrested Development. I Arrest, thought she yeah. was great. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and she had a really funny character. I felt like she was kind of stifled a little bit in this role, but she did. She played it very well. She she is a little bit stifled. I felt the same way, but I think as you, the show goes on, you really get to like this character even mm-hmm. like mm. even though she's a robot she not i mean not in real life no spoilers there but uh, <laughs> <laughs> i was so surprised yeah she, she well in a way she reminds me it's being of the office of michael in a different way where you get to feel you get to realize why she's that way and and all this i mean but she is pure evil she she just is yeah but she's innocent about her evil. Like it doesn't occur to her to be any other way other than the way she is. It's not like she has a debate in her head that, you know, maybe I should do this. Maybe I shouldn't. It's just, this is the good of the company. Money comes first. People are second. I don't understand anything else. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to feed my sister in her sleep as a child. So she'll be fatter than me. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did she do that? Bro? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> It's great. Um, nice. Uh, here, I, I have a, a question I want to ask uh, from from Better Off Ted episode one. Uh, just fill in the blank for me. We want to freeze. <laughs> who? <laughs> oh crap! What's his name? Len? No, nope, sorry. It's the other one. Phil. 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 Yeah, we want to. Fr- <laughs> <laughs> it's an eagle's. A <laughs> victory. I love that. At least I don't have a friend that says car every five. It's not car. It's not a word. Oh, love it. But the, I love how they actually bring that whole freezing him thing back like multiple episodes in a row for like the first five episodes or something. It is awesome. Especially when Ted turns and look, talks to the camera during the scream, you know, mm. in, in the main, in the meeting. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. Uh, yes, yes. Dynamics. Um, okay. Another, another line from our robot, uh, robot boss, non, she's taught, she's jealous, obviously of, of the love interest girl for some reason and, uh, non work related calls. Uh, oh, oh, here's my question about that though. Do non related call work related calls make you more or less attractive according to, (laughs) um, our boss? Less. Less. That is correct. Ding, 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 ding. So John has one point. Eric has zero points. <laughs> they make you less attractive, according to her. When, yes, uh, that's what she said. Creamer shortages are okay, but uh, non-work-related calls, <laughs> bad. Choo-choo-choo. Uh, uh, episode two, um, I found that I liked episode one more than two. It was really? a little funnier. Then two, for me. You didn't like the blobby. Oh, I love blobby, and that's what, one of my <laughs> questions: is what was the name of the meat blob? <laughs> oh, that, what was the name of the carrot? Oh gosh, Dad Gummit! It was. Uh, uh. I don't know. Was it Charlie? No. Oh, I can hear somebody typing it in though. Loud. That was, <laughs> was in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I did love that that, that uh, Phil got coined as the below zero hero. <laughs> mm. <laughs> he below used it, and then it was used about him. And 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 so here's my question, and and this is one we're gonna have to ponder for a while: 
is why did the first meat that was tasted the uh, the meat blob? Why did it taste like despair? <laughs> I have theories, but I wanted to pass that around the table. Uh, and, and what does despair question. taste like? So if I can well, get your thoughts. My, my, my two thoughts on this are, one, that uh, the two uh, guys that are creating it may have sweat into it while they were working on it. Oh, gosh. And their despair was there. The <laughs> other idea was that it was created out of not being a real cow. And so the cow's, you know, hormones and exercise and having, you know, sunlight and grass and open area, the whole, you know, a grass-fed right, cow right. thing. Like it, it wasn't even ever a living thing, so it felt despair. <laughs> was that was my take? Those yeah, two things. yeah, a mixture of the two. <laughs> I have a couple theories as well. Okay, uh, one of them is because the taste tester that they got was just getting his sight back from eating the mac and cheese. Hey, maybe it's not mac and cheese. It it doesn't warm up. It doesn't taste good. And it causes you to go blind if you eat it more than twice a week. Uh, Maybe it's not mac and cheese. Of course it is. We printed the box. Yeah. (laughs) And and the second thing is um, uh, Phil and Lem weren't necessarily getting along when they were making Mm. that. The, the the friendship that they had wasn't where it should have been. So. Okay, here's my theory. They did mention that the meat blob um, may or may not be alive. They would not confirm or de- deny, but they did say that it responds to music. So I felt <laughs> like through the whole thing they were playing with this idea that the meat blob, the ethics of this, that it might, though it's not a cow, it may inadvertently have a soul. <laughs> it likes music. And so that cuz they were talking about giving it a mouth, you know, yeah. and and all this stuff. Uh so I think it it was just horribly horribly self-aware and horribly <laughs> bored with life and it just made it so much funnier to me that it was so horribly miserable just being in existence that when it was eaten it tasted like despair. <laughs> And despair to me tastes a little bit like a wet dust bunny. Oh, uh, so shoe leather. <laughs> so, but but the 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 meat had you know uh, had love given to it. I I think you're right too about the the um, the two of the guys you know <laughs> being being its parents you know would have uh, would have bred something that. Uh, was miserable the first time and then more energetic the second time. But I'm, I was surprised the deep tissue massage didn't do it. I, I, it does hmm. it for me. Electroshock, not so much. But, well, uh, that was a quite a tasty chunk of looking meat, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh. yeah it was like, like brains. Uh, Except it, for when it was throbbing, I didn't want to eat it. That yeah, easy. but just sitting there, a big old rolled up chunk of meat. It was probably a baseball wrapped in a giant steak, you know, in reality. I was like, dude, put that thing in the oven for like eight hours and let me eat it. That would be so good. <laughs> it did look tasty. And um, the the special effects on that, I, when they started making it beat, I thought it was going to turn into a heart. And then like the next day they were going to come in, it was actually going to be some kind of animal that they invented. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, God. It, lest we forget the towel miser. 
in the bathroom. That joke oh. was so funny to me. That's when I <laughs> yes. that's when I called my wife in because we have one of those at my job that you wave your hand in front of, and of course it spits out a full towel. But in the show, you know, it spits out an inch. <laughs> At a time. Yep. That was good. <laughs> and then she slaps it and it sucks the towel all the way back in. <laughs> yep. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, so overall, um, what would you say? Uh, add or remove from the instant queue. For me, it's in there, dude. And I've watched almost the entire first season. It's that good. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm going to miss it when it's over. Okay. I already miss it. I watched it straight through about two months ago, Ugh. and I feel like it's almost time to sit and do it all over again. Amen. Like IT Crowd. Yes. Yes. Now, I, you mentioned IT Crowd twice, and I, I will have to say this. When, IT, when I started watching that, I didn't, I didn't love it right away, and, I'm, and maybe, maybe this Better Off Ted is going to be the same way for I me. I think so. I, yeah. I will give it a couple more episodes, but right now it's only sitting at three stars for me. So mm. it, it it really hits its stride after about three or four or more episodes in. Yep. Okay. So yeah, I'm gonna give it four stars myself because I really liked it. Yeah, I'm going with a four. Not perfect, but it's yeah. it's I really liked it because IT crowd is perfect to me. So yeah, that's yeah. a five. That's yeah, a five. that's five stars. For sure. Yeah. Oh, what, did, what did our buddy Chris do? Give it. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Me? Let me do that. Um, I don't think he liked it as much as any of us. Ted was created and written by Victor Fresa, no, Fresco, the same guy who made Andy Richter controls the universe. Also from mm-hmm. Andy Richter controls the universe is the actor Jonathan Slavin, Phil Myman. Um, while I like um, uh, Andy Richter controls the universe, I did not like this show as much. The jokes are ham-fisted. I'm going to have to Wikipedia that one. Uh, <laughs> that um, means, you know, dead cow meat. Oh. They tell they tell one before you can laugh at it, and they fire two more jokes at you. Portia de Rossi's characters said, maybe I'm too funny. Maybe I was joking about not getting the joke. This show thinks it's too funny for people to get the one joke, so it so throws five more at them, hoping they get one. See, but I love that. I love it when I get overwhelmed. Oh, yeah, when yeah. it's all, tons of just subtle joke after yeah. subtle joke, oh, and it, then some overt ones. Yeah. Yes, I, it, because that's the way I, – I, I don't know. I feel like I'm that way. As I'm as people are laughing at me, I'll think of three more things to make it funnier, and I'll throw those out there, while, and they can't catch their breath by the time it's over with. So I love that. I don't know. Um, and let's see. He says, the company uh, Viridian – there it goes. That's the name of the company – is a mix of stark injury industries and Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. <laughs> that's, I would, that's a good mix. You know, I I kept going back. Uh, what and even the commercials reminded me, and I'm glad he mentioned that. It reminded me a lot of uh, the attitude of um, uh, Aperture Science in the <laughs> Steam, you know, or Portal games. Just that money is more important, innovation's most important, people are secondary, you know. And uh, I almost wish they had even further exaggerated that because the sick humor element that I that I really appreciated from uh, Portal could have I could have done with more of that. It was well, they uh, keep they keep they do a lot more of those commercials, and they just get more and more <laughs> good. blunt and funny. Good, 
Nice. Uh, the main character, Ted, does his best Zach Morris. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, uh, Zach she Morris. Is a Zach Morris. Yeah, and um, and and before it was better, uh, Saved by the Bell. It was Good Morning, Miss Bliss, and that's when he would do a lot of it. Just stop the whole show and talk to the wall. Um, but uh, Ted does his best, best Zach yeah. Morris by breaking the fourth wall, talking to the audience. They also have him narrate the show. I like the actors. I just didn't like the humor. Shows like Arrested Development and uh, Andy Rickner controls the universe did it better. They made you care about the character in the show, so you got why something was funny when they said it. Maybe in later shows they balance out the jokes with the character building, and I would say they do. Yeah, for the most part, they do. Mm-hmm. Even it, Veronica, you end up caring for it. Yeah, later. and and, and no it's not way. so much the where it, it crosses over into the office territory or whatever, but no. but it's enough to to make yeah to make you care about what they're saying and the jokes and stuff. I think it does that exactly. Maybe in later shows, uh, I just read that. I give it two stars after two episodes. Maybe if I watch the season, it would improve it. But I have a lot of shows ahead of Ted to watch. I removed Better Off Ted from my queue. Good Lord. Wow. Maybe he'll give it another shot after he listens to the show. Yeah. He better. Ted, come him. Maybe. Or we won't let him back on the show. What? <laughs> I, yeah. So, so what you said. So four, four, and three, and he gave it a two. Yeah, yeah. It's just a, it's it's a difference between uh, senses of humor, really. Yeah, it is, mm. and that's fine. Which is totally fine. That's yeah. exactly why great. I brought. It makes us unique. Yeah, that's why I brought all you guys on. It's just I wanted a wide variety. Um, it makes me right. <laughs> we're both right. <laughs> no, I'm <Nice>. right. <laughs> All right, uh, let's do our um, our Q-tips right now, and we have an, a unique uh, segment for that. Yeah. Rose, yeah. I'll never leave you. Um, you know, I have a friend, a mentor, that says, if you can't be good, be memorable, and that's, that, that is our <laughs> uh, segment intro. It's not good, but it's memorable. <laughs> and at least it's – and if you can't be memorable, be short and concise, and that's, it is all of the – Above. So Q-tips, um, how to get the most out of your Q. I, I don't know. I have no idea. What are you guys, what's, what's piquing your interest about the concept of a Q in Netflix this week for you? Any, any you thoughts? Know, I, I don't know how you guys use, what you, you guys are what, using Xbox 360? I, I use a PS3. PS3. Primarily, yeah. PS3, okay. yeah. Um, do you have an option to like... When you're in a certain movie or show, it lists out maybe some of the actors or things in it. No. Okay. Well, I mean, it'll uh, give you like the first two in the in the general. You know, like when you first queue it up, it'll it'll give you a little screenshot, gives you a little, uh, gives you a little overview, and, and a few of the, and then a couple did, of the characters. Does it give you the option to maybe cl- like move over and click on or select those people's names or anything? Like in Blu-ray, no. no. Yeah. Um, well, here's the deal. I, I use the Apple TV, mm. and when I'm in the, the page where it talks all about the movie or the show, mm-hmm. um, it gives me a bunch of other suggestions. But if I push down when I'm there, it then gives me a list of all the actors. And so, like, for example, um, what was Booth. I looking for? Shia LaBeouf? Yeah, 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 him, because I watch all his movies. Um, <laughs> no, Tim... What was it? It was Tim. Oh, this, I, I noticed that the San, here's here's a long tangent. I noticed that the Santa Claus Two is in instant streaming with Tim Allen in three D. And so I clicked on his name, and up pops 
the Pixar story and Toy Story three, and a, a, you know a few other things, all the Tim Allen stuff that's on instant streaming. Mm. And so that's a really cool thing to do is just just start to think, okay, I really like this guy or this girl, and then what are the other? And you forget what the other stuff is that they're in, but suddenly you remember mm. when you see it in front of you. Right. So I guess. Not on your system, but maybe on your website. You think of something that's in your queue and think, okay, who's in this? Oh, that guy. And then type their name in instead of the name of a, a title. And you can search for, for items, search for Instant Watch stuff by actors. That would be great. So hmm. that's my tip. That is, that is great. I have found a lot of stuff that way that I'd forgotten about even existed. Yeah, they could so. definitely – stand to jazz up their uh their, that stuff but see that sounds like something that's on the apple side of things and so it would be on the ps3 and the wii to develop you know mm, yeah quote unquote yeah. plugins or enhancements and stuff like that there's there's actually i should give you another i should give you a freebie what's the other one there's an app i use on my phone um let me open my itunes here real quick and it'll i'll see it because it'll be listed in there. And it's for the iPad and for the iPhone, as well as, you know, iPod Touch and all that. Scroll buttons. Scroll Speaking buttons. of the apps, the, uh, the Netflix app for the Android tablets mm-hmm. has just been, not just been, but just recently been released um so you can actually watch netflix on your android tablet now i've been working on the phones but now it works very nicely on the tablet in fact that's how i watched the first 10 minutes of the rockford files you have an android tablet i do i got the asus uh transformer sweet the asus yes it's uh jesus tablet yeah (laughs) jesus transformer (laughs) <laughs> okay. Yeah, I found the uh, I found the app. It's called Cinetap, and uh, what that does is you can type in people's names. It does like it does all the different suggestions things. Like it looks to see what you uh, have starred certain things or liked or whatever, and it's all you know right there on the app instead of um, trying to do it on the site or not having any way to do it on your uh, you know system that you usually watch it on. And that's an that's an iPad and uh, iPhone ah. iPod Touch thing, yeah. and it, it's really it lists it out in like shelves, and it gives you the cover art hmm. to the different things, that's cool. and you can add stuff right to uh, your instant queue right there from the app. So oh sweet, so yes. Yeah, what's it called? Cinetap. C I like like Cinemax. Cinetap. Not that I know what Cinemax is. C I N E T A P. And it's uh, free. Very cool. Well, I like the free apps. I like the free apps. Uh, uh, Chris wanted to bring something to the table. He says, I found a Chrome plugin. It also has a Firefox equivalent to view the Netflix site like it used to be before the big images scrolling layout. It's called Netflix Watch Now Layout Fix. And he has a link to it. We'll, uh, we'll put it in the show notes at qhog.com and we'll also link to Skinamax or whatever you were talking about if, nice. if you'll if you'll send me a, uh, a link that'd be awesome <laughs> oh boy yeah I, I don't remember what it looked like before 
the scrolling stuff. And I don't really mind I don't remember it, yeah. scrolling, so but uh I'd do it just to see what it looked like. But uh yeah. To me, it's the same stuff. I would love to be able to to manipulate that queue however I want. A lot of dragging and dropping, a lot of HTML5, a lot of that kind of stuff. And uh, mm. so that would be nice for me. I'm spoiled by what Google gives us, I guess. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's do our 10-minute uh, review, and uh, we have a special intro for that. <laughs> And now it just gets better every time you hear it, doesn't it? <laughs> All right, so we were instructed by uh, Doctor Quest there to um, check out Rockford Files episode two, and episode uh, two. that was titled "The Kirkoff Case," and um, that is Kirkoff people. <laughs> um, Did not continue the theme this week. Yeah. Um, the yes, theme it was did. Broken. Yes, it did. did. It? it did. did it? If if you go through the title sequence. At the very, very end, there's a and it flashes quick as anything, about three or four images, and there is a lady on the beach. Um, I was not able to see if she was fully dressed or not, but I got the impression that she was not supposed to be. Uh, oh. So there was a naked back. In, in the naked back. I know. I was, I we was, got our naked back, naked what? back, naked back. We got our naked back. <laughs> He's bringing naked back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it wouldn't be Q-Hog if, uh, if that didn't happen. So If there wasn't a naked lady back. I'll say um, right off the top of my head that I hated the show. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. I usually save that as a surprise for the end, but this was complete and utter crap. <laughs> Oh man. I hated it. Oh man. Now now I have to say positive things to balance that out. But he did drive a really cool car. But that is the only thing cool about the seventies I've come to realize is In, it, for the car? time this was awesome though. Oh really? For the for the time this was like cutting edge and coolness and oh, you know, before gosh. Magnum PI and all that. Oh I just see him as old, even though he's not that old there. You know, he's the old he's an old guy. You know, in my world. Right. And so, uh, but, uh, yeah, he drives a very cool car, but, you know, interior decorating and, um, and, and, and clothing were not the highlights of the seventies. I'm going to say that it was, uh, harmonica music was evidently. And <laughs> no, <laughs> and the word, and the word glib. <laughs> he yeah, asked, the, he asked the lady, that means. do you say anything? Do you ever say anything that's not glib? And so, oh, yeah, man. I don't know. I haven't heard that word used very often. So wow. uh, now I will say this. I did appreciate the not having a previously on Lost and just having it cut, you know, cut scenes to different points of, you know, in the show to maybe mm. hook you before it starts. Now, see, and mm-hmm. I thought I, I got you. But when I was watching that, I thought that's exactly what I was seeing and I was hating it. But then I realized that, you know, obviously after a few minutes, oh, oh I just saw that. And, uh, and that, yeah, that was a thing. I'm trying to think of another show that used to do that. Maybe it was MacGyver or something that would, Maybe, no, A Team, A yeah. Team freaking did that. They would oh, do that stuff. A lot of them back in the day yeah. did that. Yeah. And man, is- the longest theme song in the world. Oh, yeah. it was terrible too. Again, this was a time where, this is how you did things. The long theme song. Oh yeah, Dallas and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I'm thinking other another show that did that was the Simon and Simon show. Did you mm-hmm. ever watch that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. My mom. Used oh, to Magnum PI. Yep. And and uh, uh, was it this? Greatest American Hero. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. I was thinking Magnum, Magnum and McCormick. No, what was it called? Hardcastle, Hardcastle and McCormick. Yeah, the judge and the Starsky guy. Starsky and Hutch. Slow motion man, falling in love with the seat of your hand. <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah, everybody had a song, and, and or, absolutely. Or even the ones that didn't have lyrics, like Airwolf or Knight Rider. Knight Riders were shorter, though. Anyway. Love those. You know what? I Go along with all those themes. That's what I... That's the nostalgia that I like about, you know, those old TV shows. And my mom used to watch Rockford Files when I was a kid, so I have some connection to it. Um, I didn't, you know, it was only on those nights when I stayed up a little later that I wasn't supposed to be watching TV. You know, I might have been hiding behind the couch watching <laughs> or something. Um, but, you know, I do. I love that Pontiac Firebird that he drove around. Mm. And... um uh, the even the cheesy clothes, uh, and, and I've always been a James big James Garner fan. I I like what he, I like him. I think he's cool. I like James Garner when he's little. I'm a little James Garner fan. So, oh yeah, there you go. Did you did you see um in the first one? Nope. Uh, when it was going well in the first ten minutes, it was going through and um, Abe Bogota. I and saw his him young in there. self in there. I was like, yeah. is that Abe? I was like, oh, it was. Um, I thought that was cool, just seeing seeing some of these uh, actors before they were, you know, big stuff. I, I want to point out that the barbed wire fence at the beginning of the show that they walked right through with a big three-foot gap in the barbed wire fence that was conveniently mm-hmm. located, that's a bad barbed wire fence. <laughs> yeah. And then the bad point... and not good? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you have a very convenient three-foot hole protecting your beach. <laughs> You know, it what's just, it keeping out or in? That was my question. Yeah. I didn't understand why there was a barbed wire fence between the the road and the beach there, but yeah. And then the awkwardness of just walking up on a lady that's hiding in a cave. Yeah, and uh, she obviously doesn't want to be <laughs> bothered. Weird. Yeah, and she's glib. <laughs> she's very glib and very forward. Very forward, but she had a point. I loved it because he says, <laughs> I, "I just want to say this." Uh, she was, in fact, setting him up. Spoiler, but because that's what he says. He says, "Is this a setup?" and and then he starts seeing blurry stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I loved that he was holding this giant book called the Social Registry, and I was like, "Hey, that's the seventies Facebook. Look at it. There it is. <laughs> it was big Social Registry. <laughs> nice seventies MySpace. Yes, that was it, man. That's what the Rockford nice. Files is. It was the original MySpace. Ah." There we go. It all comes full circle. Did you notice her walls, though? They were freaking slat roof walls in her room, <laughs> her whole house. When he like, walks uh, out in the hallway and then puts his wallet underneath the carpeting, the, the nasty carpeting. But yeah, oh, her- that was yeah, that was uh, that was seven. That was um, California. Yeah, you know they don't have air conditioners out there, especially when they live on the beach. Hmm. And that, that green couch that, that looked like scotch tape, you know? Yeah, baby. It was Dude, groovy. It reminded me of my, my Aunt Doris, my grandma's sister, <laughs> who was never married. And she had, like, furniture like that in the, in the aluminum um, 
things over the windows. What do you call those? Uh, mm, storm st- yeah, shutters. Just shutters. Yeah, she had yep. those in green and white stripes and the, the old fences that used to have the aluminum slats in them that crossed each other. They still have those in Florida, by the way. Uh, all of that, that Kmart green is what I think of when I think of uh, that, that green. It's just Kmart <laughs> knit polyester knit suit that my grandma used to wear uh, green. And uh, that's exactly what the color that couch was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then and then James Garner, I think, says savvy, like understand me. And I haven't heard that since Pirates of the Caribbean. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was weird. I was like, what is he? Does he think he's smart or something? I don't smarmy. He's smarmy. He's smarmy. Another, another pirate word. But uh, yeah, glib and savvy. I was like, I need to watch this just to expand my <laughs> vocabulary. But, uh, or, okay, question of the day. I always like to ask questions about these shows. Um, what are your theories on why, when James Garner's character woke up, why did they take his pants? <laughs> it didn't further the plot. There was no sexiness involved. Um, and his boots were still on. Yeah, that? <laughs> they put his boots back on him, but took his pants. Why? They had a gun. It's not like he was leaving. <laughs> so why did they take his pants? You to can't even. Them. Yeah, to wear them. Oh, jeez. To iron. I think that's why they took to, his pants. to launder them for him. Yeah, it was a money laundering scheme. <laughs> no, uh, I think. I, I honestly think that's just how they did things in the seventies. I think they just want to show off his legs for the girls. <laughs> yeah, they no, watch the show. I, so too. I think that I think literally I think the theory was that if they took his pants off, even though he had his boots on, he's not about to run away mm. with just uh, his pants. I got you because they were he wasn't yep. a bad guy. He wasn't really going to shoot him. He just had a gun. Right. That's right. Okay, good point. Because I it was just feel, it makes you feel vulnerable to have no pants on. That's true. We do have a we have a rule or a thing in our house, and I think Brian Regan actually said it. He says, "Pants beats no pants every time." Yeah, and uh, in <laughs> yeah. his context, he's talking about doctors' offices. You know that get in there and take your pants off. That puts me in control automatically. You know. And, well, that's that's the whole who wears the pants in the family ah. saying too. <laughs> now, if we're talking about better off Ted, um, two guys can actually wear the same set of pants and hazmat suits, for that matter. So, but that's just wrong. It was. <laughs> it was scary. <laughs> I, but you'll I have to, you'll have to see one. it later. Uh, let's see. So for me, this this is so far off my cue so as to be removed from Netflix entirely. You'll be lucky if you can watch it, listeners, because – that's how much I removed it from my queue. Wow. I have no memories of the show at all. You know, Happy Days, mm, that's, that's yes. Uh, no, I'm just talking about from childhood. I have no, you know, recollections to tie my heart to it. You know, Chips, uh, Happy Days, um, uh, you know, Three's Company, you know, any of those, yes. But this, I don't, you know, I can't, I don't have anything tying me to it. And so I saw it for the raw crap that it is. Sorry. <laughs> oh. Tell us how you really feel. Yeah. The cra- yeah, it, they should have called it the Crapford file. <laughs> so, what about you, John? Yeah, Johnny. Um, I probably won't add it to my cue. I didn't add it to begin with. And, and I probably won't finish it, but I didn't hate it, you know. 
Mm. You know, I like it because it, it mostly for the nostalgic, and and it's enjoyable as far as I I think I th- I probably would finish the story if if I had time in front of me right now. But you know, I've got more movies to watch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Eric, I didn't I didn't hate it. I I remember watching like Chris, who you'll read in a sec. Um, I have some fond memories of watching this, you know, with my dad and stuff. So I didn't – nowadays I wouldn't hate it and I don't. But uh, I'd probably – if I was going for nostalgia, I'd probably reach back and watch like A-Team or MacGyver or something like that. Yeah. That I yeah. have a more – you know, that was my thing back in the day versus somebody else's. So I'm with you. I won't get to it because there's way too much other stuff. But I don't hate it. Right. I just hated it. <laughs> He says, "I like." Uh, Chris says, uh, "I like the intro. You get a short preview of what you're in store for in this episode, and then they have a cold opening with the answering machine recording. That that answer machine was amazing. It was bigger than the phone, and the phone was pretty sizable. Sometimes it was a client telling Rockford why they would not pay, why they could not pay him. Like in this episode, a bill collector. Uh, the show started in '74. Actor James Garner, best known at that time as Brett Maverick." Starred as Jim Rockford, a modern-day Brent Maverick. My dad loved the show, Maverick, and I remember watching um, the Rockford Files with him. In older pictures of my dad, he kind of looks like Rockford with his clothes and even the haircut. It's because every man from that time period shared his hair cut and his clothes. Um, and, and his smell. And his <laughs> lack of pants. Yeah, they, they were all using Burma Shave or Old Spice but uh, yep. or Electro Shave. In the first 10 minutes, which was the same color green as the couch, in the first 10 minutes of the show, you start to get an idea of the kind of guy Rockford is. He is not the macho He-Man detective. See, I got the exact opposite impression. He does not carry a gun. He hates to fight, and he has a smart mouth. Okay, I see what he means. He, he is uh, – he's different. He's like the MacGyver. He's kind of like, like Sawyer, but a good guy. There you go. Detective. Hmm. That's good. That's a good uh, point. I have been watching the show for a few episodes now, and I enjoy it not only for the memories, but it's a good show. I give it four stars, and I will keep watching. Good night, Chris. Way to let me down. It's okay. <laughs> See, here's hate everything he's said today. Yeah, I um, me and me and Chris. I'm glad he's not here. I'm glad he's not here because we'd be fighting through the airwaves. No, um, <laughs> and he's a lot bigger than me. Uh, no, I would say uh, that I'm coming to my first conundrum in the rating system that we have currently established because to give it even one star means I hated it, but it's still giving it a star, <laughs> a gold you could star. Say you give it no star. You no, can give it I a mean, black star. That gives it an unrated thing. Like, like I have to see the ratings other people give it, and it's typically going to be two stars and a half for anything that is crap. Oh. But unrated. I know. There, there's also the thing where you can click not interested. <gasps> there you but go. I can't do that on my PS3. Well, go to go I'm, to your website. It's not worth it. That's my whole point. It's a conundrum. It's not even worth it's going not, to click not I interested. Don't, I don't want to type in <laughs> Rockford Files into my search engine. Sorry, I don't want to do it. But, uh, yeah, it just, oh, it was so 70s. I hate the 70s. I hate them. It's gross. Okay. I hate the McDonald's. From the seventies, the orange and brown. <laughs> I hated the way my grandma smelled, even though I love my grandma. I, you know, everything about that. The the pants, the bell bottom, you know, leisure slacks, and, and it's all coming back into style now. No, though. the eighties are 
my friend. And that is a lot is better. It? Yeah. I'm seeing the fold down boots, the off the shoulder, uh, oversized shirts, even though they're not the double collars. Um, yeah. All that, the, the, the Chuck well, Taylors. We see leggings, then we'll know. Dude, I see them. The sweat, so wet yes. legging things. Yes. The, oh man. Dang. They're down they here. Called? Sweat socks or leg warmers. There we go. Leg, leg warmers. warmers. That's it. Yeah. Leg warmers and keds. Now, when I see swatch watches and jelly bracelets, then 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 oh, be it's on. on. But slab don't. bracelets have have tried to come back a little bit here and there. But uh, dude, those uh, iPod Nano watches are kind of like those '80s watches, mm, especially point. with the the uh, Mickey Mouse time face on it. That's true. What? That's true. What is this you speak of? I just want to see a return of the classic. Bigger than life boombox. Because mm. when I oh, went, when I went say to say anything, yeah, Yuli box is not a toy. No, it is a beast, and it and it <laughs> and it is so big that if you broke it open, literally, you would find that they weighted it with lead inside because that's how they used to roll back then. They wanted it to be heavy, even though it was hollow <laughs> inside. But uh, it, <laughs> when I was at all those batteries, Yuli Junior High, ten of them. In 1985 or whatever, 86, we were, um, you know, it was, Yuli was right next to Fernandina Beach, big skate and surf culture, you know, or wannabe anyway. And we, (laughs) we used to have a competition (laughs) where people would bring their boom boxes to school, put them on one side of the football field. We, all the students would stand at the other and they would play their boom boxes and we would rate how loud they were and give a prize. Wow. To the winning boombox. <laughs> that will never happen for this generation. I'm sorry. And they're missing out on so much. Yes. You know, and I, I'm with you on that because a boombox is a powerful tool. You need to watch the Andy Samberg and Julian Casablancas song on uh on YouTube. Okay. It's 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 it will um it might make you sick, but it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's just not not the same without the old ghetto blasters. Ghetto. Well, uh, we don't have any email this week, so we'll just jump into what we're going to be talking about next time, and that is man versus food. Oh boy! We're going to watch. We're going to break up the monotony a little bit, and we're going to watch one episode of Man versus Food, one episode of American Pickers, the first first of each, and then okay. do our ten minute review of the Colony. And uh, the colony, of course, was suggested to us by Patrick. So thank you so much. Uh, Man versus food was actually suggested to me by a coworker, and uh, so I'm interested. So and, we're watching the first episode of Man versus Food, and the American first episode of American Pickers. Pickers. Yeah, it, it, it delves okay. into that that genre of reality TV, but not quite you know the annoying part of a, of reality. Kind of like Food Network reality TV, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm, I'm game. Let's yeah, I'm I'm into these kind of shows, so I'm looking forward to it. I I am familiar with American Pickers, but I've never seen Man vs. Food, and oh, it, it sounds good. So. Man vs. Food. Oh yeah, not you're trying to spoil you, but I love it. Okay, well I'm looking forward to it. I hope you are too. Join with us in uh, in our our love of Netflix television listeners by jumping in there, watching it, and joining with us next week. Now, oh wrong show. <laughs> I. <laughs> I was just wanting to play it one more time. I do want to go ahead and say um, that you guys can join us live every Thursday night 
at uh, 9.30 p.m. Eastern, 6.30 p.m. Pacific. And you can do so at QHog.com. You can follow us on Twitter. Um, just follow slash NLCast or slash QHog. Or uh, that's just following the show. But you can follow John at slash J Steinklobber. Yeah. And uh, follow Eric J. Fisher. Just type it in just like that with a E-I-R-K. You can email suggestions and comments about the show. What do you want us to watch? What do you want us to review? What do you think we'll love and our listeners will love? Things like that, go to qhog at gmail.com. Some of the shows we've got coming up for you is uh, in the future. Next 30 days, Rocco's Modern Life, Star Trek Voyager, 24, Cheers, The Office, Home Movies, Doc Martin, and more. What do you want us to add to the list? Email us this week and let us know. Thanks, uh, John. Thanks, Eric. Thanks to me. And thanks to Chris. We hope you are having fun with your friend. We'll see you guys next week right here on QHog. QHog.